Good to be together this morning. Amen. Amen. I told you last week. I have a challenge for you today. Amen. Amen. A challenge for every one of you in here today. It's very simple. I just have a question. I'm going to ask you that question. We can be finished. But I won't leave you there. Because I want us to talk about that question. But the question applies to every single person in here. Mamas, Mama, the babas, father, the youth, me, the ones helping with music, everyone in here. I have a question for you today. Amen. Amen. And if you're listening to 
to me, na unapomsikiliza yeye, your mind is thinking. Na nafikiria. Why am I here? Kwa nini niko hapa? Why did I come? Does it matter? Haijalishi. Does it matter if I look nice? Haijalishi kama naonekana kwa nzuri. Does it matter if I make my hair look good? Does it matter if I wear a nice dress, nice shoes? Beautiful earrings. <laughs> or does it matter if I come in a t-shirt? Does it matter? Do you think that 
Because we dress better on Sundays than we do the other days. That somehow that makes it better. I dress better on Sunday because I'm going to church.
because he's so good. We praise him because of all he's done for us. Amen. 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 So when we come here, and we jump, and we sing and we dance, I ask you again, why are you here? Are you doing these things? Are you jumping because you're so excited you can't help but praise him? Oh, isn't it so Or are you jumping because it's the real thing to do? Because it matters. Amen. Amen. It matters why we do the things we do. If you come and you dance and you jump and you sing, and even for a minute, it's not because you want to praise Him. You jump, you dance, you sing because it's the Luya thing. Then you turn what's intended to be praise to him. You turn it into a dishonor. Amen. Amen. Every time. And I, I'm not telling you dancing and jumping and singing is wrong. Don't misunderstand me. It's the why that matters. Amen? Amen. Why do you jump? Why do you dance? Why do you sing? Is it because you're so full of excitement because of what God's done in your life? That you just can't keep it in. Because you're so excited about what he's done in your life. The only thing I know to do is to jump and sing and wow! And when you sing a song, 
Na tunapoimba wimbo, why? Kwa nini? Why do you sing that song? Kwa nini tunaimba wimbo huo? When the words come out of your mouth. Whatever the song is. Do you mean the words that you say? Amen. Amen. When we sing songs about things like I surrender all. Do you mean? Or do we just sing the song? Because the why matters. Why are you singing those words? Are you singing those words because you're telling those things you're saying to God, God, I mean it. I give you everything. Or do you sing the song because everybody else is singing? Amen? Amen. Because when we sing because everybody else is singing, we've missed it. We've totally missed it. When we sing songs that we don't really mean the words that are coming out of our mouth. Amen? Amen. When we come into this building, we're sacrificing something. Sometimes it's a physical sacrifice. Sometimes we bring a cuckoo, we bring something physical and we, we make that sacrifice from our home and we bring it here. Sometimes the sacrifice is just, I struggled to get up this morning, I wasn't feeling well, but I'm giving my time and I make it and I'm here. Amen. Amen. Sometimes is sometimes the sacrifice is simple, but I've had a big fight with my family. I'm sitting here, Mamashi's sitting over there. I'm not talking to each other today, but I'm here. Because I'm supposed to be here on Sunday. But we come, we bring our sacrifice. No? Sacrifice our time. We sacrifice the things that we're struggling with. And we come into this building. But what does God's word say? What did God say many, many times throughout the Old Testament? In the book of Samuel, in the book of Chronicles, and in so, in so many other books of the Old Testament, God said, I don't want your sacrifices. Look at the book of 1 Samuel chapter 15. God told the people, Obedience. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. As you read through the rest of the Old Testament, there are so many places where God got tired, frustrated with the Israelites. And he told the Israelites, I'm tired of your sacrifices. You come with your sacrifices, but what I want is your heart. When you come to this place, 
God doesn't care about what sacrifice you made to get here. God doesn't care about your sacrifice of time. God doesn't care about your sacrifice of 10 bob or 100 bob. God doesn't care about your sacrifice of a chicken or a goat that you bring. If your heart is not following him. God says, I'm tired of your sacrifices when you won't give me your heart. Amen? Amen. So again, I ask you, why are you here? Why are you here? You come on Sunday and Whoever it is standing here, they try to show you what God's word says. Amen? Amen. Whether it's me, Pastor Wycliffe, or anybody else. Somebody comes and they open the word of God and they try to show you this is what God's word says. Amen? Amen. A couple of months ago, I showed you where God's word requires of us to serve one another. Amen. 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 If we come here and we go out and we don't take that message, we don't take that lesson, we don't take that teaching, and go and try to change our heart. If we don't do that, are you not the Israelites from the Old Testament? Where God says, I'm tired of you, I'm tired of you coming on Sunday. But I don't have your heart. You don't listen. You don't listen. Your heart's not changing. You're not receiving my message for you. Then I don't want your sacrifice. Your sacrifice coming here on Sunday and dressing up and giving your time to sit here means nothing. If you're not receiving my message into your heart, and then going out and changing how you live your life. If that's you, you are the Israelites that God was weary with. Amen. Amen. But there's good news. God never gave up on the Israelites. And God's not willing to give up on you either. Amen? Amen. God's not willing to give up on you. That's why He keeps pushing. Amen? Amen. Because He wants you to, to change your heart. Amen? Amen. If you look in John chapter 4, when we're talking about praise and worship, we're talking about dancing and singing. John chapter 4, verses 23 and 24. John talks about the importance. John chapter 4, verse 23 and 24. It's talking about how the true worshipers, people who really know how to praise and worship, those who are really worshiping God, we don't worship with song or with dance. 
kucheza or anything else. It says we worship in spirit and in truth. Amen? Amen. We worship in spirit and truth. We worship from the inside. Not because of our tongue. Not because of our hands or our feet. It's, our, it's what's inside of us. Our spirit. Amen. Amen. And we worship Him in truth. That means when God reveals the truth to you. When God reveals the truth of who He is to you. And you take that truth and you apply it to your life. Living by that truth is worshiping Him. Amen? Amen. Living by the truth is your act of worship. Amen? Amen. Because when you, when you live by the truth, when you do what God's word says, you are recognizing that God is holy. And whatever God says, I will do. And so your life becomes a worship to God by how you live. Not how you sing. Not if you can clap and dance good. It's how you live. Your life becomes a piece of worship. Because everything you do, you're acknowledging God is holy. I want everything I do to honor Him. I want everything I do to please Him. I want all of my life to line up with what God says in His Word. That is true worship. Amen. Amen. Because that's acknowledging He's holy and I'm going to follow Him. Amen. Amen. God is holy. And I'm not. Now, when we come into this building and we say we're coming to church, what is it that we're coming here for? Let's go back to my original question. Why are you here? What do you come for? Do you come for music? Do you come for the teaching? Do you come so you can see your friends? What do you come for? Amen. Amen. What do you come for? Why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you here? Because I want to show you something. I want to show you what the first church was here for. Amen? Amen. You know, the Old Testament church, the temple, God lived in the temple. His presence was in the temple. Amen? Amen. Amen. But the New Testament is different. Because Jesus said, I'll tear that down. Jesus said that old way, the temple, I'm going to tear it down. And in three days, I'm going to build something new. What's that new thing? 
Amen. Amen. When we look at the New Testament, the beginning of the church, there's some critical pieces of information we need to understand. The Bible says that God does not live in houses built by men. That's a New Testament understanding of God. In the Old Testament, God's presence lived in the building. And only a few people could go into His presence. Amen? Amen. But the Bible says that now, because we have Jesus, God doesn't live in buildings anymore. Where does God live? He doesn't need a temple made of bricks anymore. Now he chooses to make his home in a temple of flesh. When you receive the salvation of Jesus, God comes to live inside of you. You are the temple. Not this building. Amen. Amen. You are God's temple. Where when he came to Mungu? Jesus wanted us to understand that our relationship with God is a relationship. Mungu alitaka tuelewe uhusiano wetu na Mungu jitu ndivyo uhusiano wetu. It's personal. Ni uamuzi wetu wewe. Before kabla we went to the temple. And we talked to the priest and we told the priest the sins of our family. And we, we brought a goat or whatever. And we would place our hands on that goat or that cow. And the priest would kill that cow or that goat. We would put the blood on the altar. But the priest went and prayed for my family. Not me. See ye. Amen. Amen. Jesus said no. Yes, I say my pan. You don't need a priest anymore. Amen. Amen. You don't need a priest. He says, You are my priesthood. If you look in the book of Peter, it says you are a chosen generation. God chose you. A royal priesthood. And holy. You are chosen. You are holy. And you are your own priesthood. Because of Jesus. You don't need a priest anymore. Amen. Amen. You don't need a priest and you don't need a building to be, have a relationship with God. Jesus changed all of it. The Bible says God does not live in houses built by men. The Bible also says that you are the temple of God now. Our bodies are a temple. Amen? Amen. But yet, we still try to make it into a building. Amen? Amen. Amen. Because we miss Jesus along the way. Amen. Amen. I want us to look at the beginning of the church in the book of Acts. Look in the book of Acts, chapter 2. I ask you, why are you here? 
And I want you to see why the original church came together. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. It's talking about the believers coming together, and it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, and to the fellowship, and to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Amen. Amen. There are four things that the original church came together for. Amen. Amen. Four things. These are the same four things that we should be coming here for. If we not, if we come for other reasons, we're missing. It says they came because they were devoted to the apostles' teachings. Amen? Amen. Amen. If you're coming because you're hungry for the teaching, that's one reason the original church came together. But be careful. Be careful because it says they were devoted to the teachings. It doesn't say they came to hear the teaching. They came because they were devoted to the teaching. Devoted, devoted means whatever they were taught. They made it theirs. And they went out and they tried to do it. Amen. Amen. That's why you read many, many times through the book of Acts. They followed the teaching of the disciples and of the apostles. And it says, no one had a need. Because they were doing what was required. Amen? Amen. Coming to listen to teachings is not the same as coming because you're devoted to teachings. Amen. Amen. You can go sit in math class. And the teacher can tell you that the area of a circle is what, Vestas? Pi R square. Isn't it? Yes, the teacher can tell you that and if you listen to the teacher on Monday you listen to what he says but you go out and then on Tuesday you come back and the teacher's going over pi r squared again you're listening but you're not devoted I don't believe the teacher there's another way. When it comes time for the exam, what is the correct answer? Pi R squared. Isn't it? And when you write something else, it's wrong, isn't it? It's wrong every time. Because you weren't devoted, you didn't believe, you didn't want to follow what the teacher was teaching you. And at the end of the day, you're wrong. Because the teacher was trying to teach you the right way. Amen. Amen. That's devoted versus just listening. Amen. Amen. The second thing it says. They were devoted to the apostles' teaching and they were devoted to fellowship. 
have to be in fellowship. We have to know each other. Because one of the other things they're devoted to. It says they were devoted to prayer. How can you pray for each other if you don't even know each other? They're devoted to prayer. I can't pray for you. They're devoted to teaching. They're devoted to fellowship. They're devoted to prayer. And they're devoted to breaking of bread. Now what does it mean to say that we're devoted to the breaking of bread? What does it mean? Jesus at the Last Supper. At the Last Supper, Jesus took the bread and he broke it. And he gave it to those who were following him. And he said, this is my body. My body is broken for you. Amen? Amen. Then Jesus took a cup of wine. And he gave some to all of those who were following him. And he said, this is my blood. I shed my blood for you. Amen. Amen. Then he said, when you come together, do this. To remember me. Amen. Amen. We have to, when we come together, yes, there's a time for teaching. Are we really devoted to it? Are we taking those teachings and going and finding out how to put it into action? Or we just listen. We have to be in fellowship. We have to know each other. Love each other. We have to pray for each other. We have to pray for our mission together. Our purpose together. But we also pray for it together. We remember what Jesus did for us. Amen. Amen. We break that bread and we remember Jesus' body was broken. And Jesus shed his blood for me. That's the reason. We come together. That's the reason we are in fellowship. That's the reason we are family together. That's the reason we pray for each other. Because we are all under that same blood. And that means we're all on the same page. Amen. Amen. Every Sunday, when you get up and you begin getting ready to come to 
Because remember, you don't come to church. Amen. Amen. You come to a building. You are the church. When you are preparing to come here, you're coming. Are you devoted for the teaching that you're going to receive today? Amen. Amen. Are you coming to be in fellowship with your brothers and sisters in Christ? Are you coming to see how God has answered your prayers? Amen. Amen. I've been praying for Ava all week for this thing in her life. I'm coming to see how God answered that prayer. If he hasn't answered it yet, I'm going to keep praying for him. Because I'm devoted to prayer. For each other. And for our purpose together. When you get ready on Sunday mornings, stop for just one minute. And examine why are you coming. Why am I getting clothes on? Why am I making sure I'm clean? Why am I picking out nice earrings? Why am I getting my good trousers on? Why am I getting my best shoes on? Why am I walking? Why am I going to that building? Why am I there? Why did it go you leave them Because sometimes you need to stop. And you need to say, God, forgive me. Correct my heart. So that I can go be with my fellow believers. So that we can make each other strong again. And then we can go out and we can conquer this village. Amen. 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 That's why we come together. That's why we come into this building. To lift each other up. To encourage one another. To make each other stronger. So that we can go back out and do what God has called us to do. You know, at the end of the book of Matthew, we call it the Great Commission. We call it the Great Commission. Jesus said, Go, make disciples. Amen? Amen. Did you know Jesus was talking to all of you? Jesus is not talking to some special group of people. He's not talking to the Wazungu that come to Kenya. He's talking to you. And he's talking to me. He's talking to your neighbor and your friend. He says, I've saved you. I've saved you. Now go. Make disciples. Amen? Amen. That's why we come together. Not for anything else. We don't come because the music is good. We don't come. I love the choir, but that's not why we come. Amen? Amen. We don't come because we have something that we're supposed to do. We come least for those four things. We come because I'm devoted to the teaching. I want to take that teaching and put it into practice. We come for fellowship. I want to be with my brothers and sisters. We come for prayer. We come for prayer for each other, lifting each other up. Knowing how we can pray for each other.
each other. We come together to remember what Jesus did for us. Then, we ready to go do what he's called us to do. Which is to go and bring more people to him. Not see bring more people to church. Amen. Amen. Bring more people to him. And wherever they choose to go to church is okay. Amen. We choose to bring people to Christ. That's the command for each other. Come together. And then go do it. Come together. Now go do it. Come together. Go do it. Amen. 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 Every Sunday. Ask yourself. Why am I going there? Today. Why am I going there? Why? Why am I getting up? Why am I getting dressed? Why am I going there? And maybe. Maybe today. I need to check myself. Because my motives are wrong. Check that. Before you come. Amen. Amen. Come for the right reasons. Amen. Amen. Let's pray.